0: Thank you for tuning in to Coppin' with Comic. I'm Brian Coppin' and we're here with comic Joe Pontello Joe Pontello, how the hell are you? I think I'm good. You think I, you're good? I feel trapped. <laughs> <laughs> we are in a tiny, Whatever. tiny room. Nothing to be alarmed about. It's not a bomb shelter or anything here at QED. Um, but real quick, up top, where can people find your funny on stage in New York City and where can they find you online? I know I follow you on Twitter. Uh,
1: oh, yeah. There's Twitter at Joe Pontillo. Okay. And then there's Pontillogram on uh, Instagram. <laughs> that's cool. It'd <laughs> be weird if it wasn't on Instagram. But it's pon- is it Pontillogram?
0: Yes. Oh, that's hilarious.
1: I know. Somebody told me, like, oh, that's too difficult of to a name the other night. And I'm like, I don't think so.
0: Yeah. <laughs> is it Pontillogram or Joe Pontillogram? It's Pontillogram—that That is hilarious More yes. people should do that Like right? I, should, I should do Cop Gram You know That would be great That yeah. rolls right off the tongue <laughs> And then what, <laughs> yeah, what kind of shows You got coming up
1: Oh uh, what's going on I got Monday night At a Broadway comedy club Okay In the city And then uh, I'll be back In the city next Monday Greenwich Village comedy club 730 Man. And back at Broadway On following Tuesday At 7 For and they... the very good comedy show
0: Okay And the very good comedy show Is just what The best comics In New York City yeah, it's just me,
1: pretty much. No, <laughs> no it's run by um, Robert Puncher and uh, Eric Grooms. It's okay. Eric with an A, which I, I think he's lying. I don't think that's his real name. It's memorable. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, they run some really good shows all around the city at okay. uh, Broadway Greenwich and sometimes Westside Comedy Club as well. So meaning
0: whether you're at Broadway or Greenwich, it's going to be the Very Good Comedy? Yes. Okay. It's, and it, It's it, a
1: traveling brigade of uh,
0: comics that they probably like. And to figure out which one to go to, are you JoePantillo.com as well? Yes. Okay. And I think what we're going to talk about today is I was, I was surfing your Twitter account before I got here just to kind of learn what we'd be talking I about. Apologize. Oh no, no, you you just are. <laughs> you're one of the more active Twitter comedians in terms of just slinging jokes without hesitation. The quality's there, the quantity's there, and it's very scattershot, Like whatever the hell's going on, you know, the Astros thing or even even the Meghan Markle thing. I'm just like, how the fuck does he even <laughs> know enough? I, I guess you know enough to hit all the topics, the current events. Yeah, it's kind kind of like, uh, I hate
1: myself. <laughs> just, cause that's probably one reason why I don't have more followers. I think it's because I am kind of all over the place. Like but. when I first got, I don't want to say big on Twitter, but like, I don't know, like seven, eight years ago, I was like really big into just posting funny things about sports. Yeah. And then people in my own like personal life were like, You just tweet about sports, and it's very annoying. Yeah. I was like, okay.
0: (laughs) I thought that was my niche. I I thought being limited in subject matter was cool because it would appeal to a certain number of people. But, yeah, if if I'm not into baseball, it's good to know that I can go on there for things like politics or whatever.
1: Right, exactly. So now I'm, like, all over the place. it'll be a little bit of sports, some politics, which I kind of hate doing that because politics are so incredibly divisive. But I try to just make fun of Everything and all sides, because yeah. I think that's really the way it should
0: be. And there's ridiculousness on both sides. Exactly, yeah. but some people don't want to admit that. Dude, that's <laughs> fucking bizarre, and, and you don't want those people as your followers anyway.
1: Probably not, <laughs> and they've
0: probably blocked me at this uh, point. <laughs> and kind of, what, what is the role of kind of... Um, because you are writing so many great jokes and they're all over the place, it's quantity, it's quality and you got, I mean the engagement will vary just because you tweet so often so sometimes you know it's you know 10, 15, 20 likes you know 5 retweets and then sometimes you're like oh there's only like 3 likes on here and it probably has nothing to do with the joke and more to do with who was up on Twitter at that time
1: Yeah it's all about timing and uh, I try to like make this joke sometimes but nobody really cares if it's like I feel like there's about 40 seven minutes out of the day where it's like the hot time to post something
0: <laughs> and are you aware of what those are you're just kind of making fun of you have no fucking clue you have as to no what idea is. yeah it can just
1: come out of nowhere like you'll post something that's brilliant my favorite thing is yeah. when i post something that gets like no love and then i see someone else like a day later had posted something similar and oh. they have like hundreds and hundreds of like retweets my and likes. lord like,
0: do you think they stole it no, okay. I don't. And do you think it's just problem. parallel thought? And as a big, like, so I think like with Twitter and current events, everybody has the same joke within about five minutes, and so nobody should be too sensitive as to any parallel thought that's going on. Yeah, that's a big problem. Like, every once in a while,
1: I'll come up with something that's funny, but yeah. it sounds very basic, and I'm like, somebody had to oppose yeah. this, and you just search it, and <laughs> oh, you do search it every once in a while because like I don't yeah. know. Like uh, there's a couple of people who take Twitter very seriously who yeah. will like attack you and be like, "I posted this joke on September 14th, 2018. Like, look how, yeah, look how many retweets I got, and you posted it, you stole it two years later. and you delete, do you delete it at that time?
0: Oh, that never happened to me, but um, oh. <laughs> I've just I've
1: seen other people fighting.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just it's so ridiculous because it's um who the fuck cares about the date and time? And it's just if you're so anal, you're probably not very funny anyway. So that's your only joke, and I'll happily delete my instance of parallel thought.
1: Yeah, I had a uh, a really and I got stupidly baited in this situation. This was on Facebook actually. Um, so I it was not this past Father's Day, but like two Father's Day ago, I made this stupid joke that's very. People have probably made it. It was like, oh, now you're a fan of your father? Name five of his songs. Oh, I it was love like that. That, bit. that joke <laughs> format, yeah. <laughs> yeah. something. It was something like that. Name I, five of his songs. Name <laughs> five punishments he gave you. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> something.
0: Those are all hilarious. Yeah.
1: And Yeah, and then um, another comic, who shall remain nameless, like, sent me a screenshot <sighs> of another comedian that I didn't know, and I'm not friends with on Facebook, yeah. who pretty much made the same joke. Oh, God. And I was like, Oh, and like, I was not even serious. I was like, oh my God, do you think he stole it? I mean, it's such a basic thing. Yeah. Like, someone else could have come up with it.
0: Yeah, everybody has a father and he it. Puni- you know, he had yeah. punishments. And so the joke format really lends itself to that stealing, I would think. Yeah. And then parallel I, uh, thought. Yeah. I forget
1: what happened. It, I like jokingly, like, posted the screenshot into the comments Good. of my post. Thank the Lord.
0: Because <laughs> you got you to tease the fuck out of that if yeah. that serious I was to like, screenshot every- it. Yeah.
1: And I was like, everyone unfriend this person. Yeah. <laughs> We're done. And yeah. I was not at all serious. And then this guy went on, like, a three-status-update rant about me, and then he ultimately deleted his posts, yeah, <laughs> like the
0: original posts. And some of those people are, um, I think there's some tw- Twitter denizens who are really just, you know, like they retweet all the time and they have a couple jokes and then they'll permalink you to their original tweets. Yeah. And those people are like, oh, sure, uh, Mr. NYC stand-up comedian in your bio, you're not going to steal my shit. And I'm like, do you really think that you can take your shit and put it into an act and not have it be jarring and stupid? And I guess that leads me to my next question, which is, how do you take, like, you know, how does your com- your comic set differ from the scattershot one-liners that are quantity and quality and all over the place like you can't just like come up and tell them on stage right because also they'll be dated after a second just because they're so current
1: yeah I mean most things that I post about on the internet are usually like current events so it's very rare that anything will find its way into my act Uh, and if it does it's only temporary Yeah. Um, but it's weird because like every once in a while someone would be like are you just posting your act on Twitter and I'm like why would I do that yeah Like it's a rare time something's good enough that it does become part of my act, but that's like, you know, out of whatever sixty thousand tweets, like maybe ten of them became regular jokes.
0: And then yeah, so so in the reverse, like if you you said you know how why would I do that? Why would I take a good bit from my routine and put it online? Are you there? Are you there worried that it's a little bit um, people could take it, or you think it's just you know Twitter is such a disposable medium that you know why would I fucking uh, resort, or why would I stoop? To putting my original jokes online.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm picky about just putting like a video of myself online just because it's like, well, here's 10 minutes of jokes. Yeah. that you might see me do if you come see me. <laughs> yeah, it's like why would
0: I do that? It's yes, yeah, it's, it's just such a disposable platform and so it's nice to treat it as such. And so so even uh you know maybe 10 jokes from Twitter made it into your act and the rest of your act is just more personal you know, autobiographical, things,
1: yeah, autobiographical, you know, a little observational
0: and a little uh uh i guess do i rant i don't know <laughs> organized ranting yeah and so with that yeah what are some of the things in your life that you're talking about on stage
1: uh i have a lot about my family um you know i'm married but i only like in and out do marriage jokes because i have this theory that all marriage jokes are kind of hacky oh, okay. and i've just been ruined throughout the years from seeing like older comedians like on the road, just their entire act is how they hate and want to murder their spouse.
0: Oh, no. (laughs) No.
1: watching audiences be like, yeah! And I'm Uh,
0: like, I don't ever want to be that. uh, Uh, But also, like, now you see Huffington Post will aggregate, you know, and they call this content. All they're doing is aggregating a series of tweets that relate to marriage or relate to, you know, raising children, and they're all the same joke formula. I mean, it's not even formula formula tweets or whatever. It's just, like, they all play on the same things, like the spouse is annoying or the spouse doesn't clean up or the kid doesn't clean up. and so do you think that that just made it mo- even more difficult to tell those jokes online? I mean, sorry, jokes on stage?
1: Um,
0: but I uh, guess you're trying to avoid that anyway.
1: I guess sort of, yeah. I don't know. And I feel like I, I try to make it so like whenever I do jokes about like my wife that it makes it seem like we love each other Good. and are awesome.
0: And that she's a living, breathing, unique person. Right. But yeah, exactly. And she's <laughs> Instead just, of a hack, a source <laughs> of hackery. Yeah,
1: You're just here for material. I hope you know
0: that. <laughs> Uh, no, it was never
1: like that. But then she's funny because she'll be like, you should, I like when you tell jokes about me, but I'm ah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: you'll like it until you get a successful one that's less than perfectly kind hearted. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> there could be a mean spirited one that, you know, that really worked, that really worked and you're not going to like that one in my act. But yeah, what are some of <laughs> the things about your, you know, so besides your unique living, breathing spouse, what are some other things maybe from your, you know, parents or siblings or childhood that you're bringing on stage?
1: Um, you know, well, my family's Italian, so, like, they're miserable all the time yeah i so saw so a recent uh, tweet, tweet uh, about that that was good yeah, there's always a lot
0: to play off of there um the, what the game show is called oh the italian so game you show you,
1: you're miserable or so you think you can be miserable
0: i love that the italian game show and those are the tweets you can find at joe at joe pontillo yeah okay. i was annoyed that i came up with that at like two thirty in the morning though. i love it well you have to take it take it down and put it in your act but at least now it's date stamped and so if you ever want to put it in your act you can I, yeah i yeah. feel like that could be a sketch too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever th- thought about doing that like if your if your stand up comedy is pretty autobiographical and it's it also has overlap with everybody's interest in Italian culture, like have you ever thought about doing any kind of digital shorts about you know your family, um, or even do the Italian game show? So you think you're miserable? <laughs> <laughs> you know, in a in a perfect world, I have like
1: an absurd amount of money and I can just kind of create yeah. any sort of thing I want. But instead, I uh, you know, T- right now, for free. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right now I'm kind of in this point, like juncture, because like I used to do bigger things, like video wise. Okay. But now I've just focused on like shorter form things. Like I do um, a spoof of the Seinfeld show, Comedians in Cars. Oh yeah. Uh, my show is called Comedians in Cars with No Particular Purpose. Oh nice. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and I did one episode and everybody loved it. Oh and- cool some people didn't realize it was a spoof and were actually <laughs> messaging me to be a guest on the show. Yeah, well, go for it. Just be it
0: started as a spoof, and now people are, because you can spoof just everything. Yeah. It's like, I can't believe you want to come on the show. You know it was a spoof, right? It would just be kind of a meta comedy bit on, dude, this wasn't a real show, and you're a guest on it, so what the fuck do we do now?
1: <laughs> just plug your stuff and get out of my car. i got things to do. <laughs> yeah. So now I've done three episodes of that, and oh, I'm cool. working on a fourth one. And, um, and do you guys just drive around? What do you do? Oh, we don't even drive. People just get in my car, and it just—the whole joke is that it just—the show completely falls apart. Yeah. Oh, nice. Like the first one, uh, me and my guest uh, get depressed, and then we go and we rob a bank, (gasps) and then we come back, and then my
0: next guest shows up, and he robs us and takes. (sighs) Oh, so it's like it's serial, it's serial, not (laughs) episodic, meaning it keeps going. Is it going to keep going forever? Like every new episode you add, it's going to add a little twist onto the pre-existing narrative. Yeah, kind of. That's sweet. Yeah, dude. Yeah, there's uh. on yesterday, like a recent episode, Shauna Lane, and she has a commu- where she just does it in her car. But the cool thing is that means that she can also drive to the comic. And so if you're if you're her next guest and you're in Queens, she'll drive there. She'll just she'll drive to Connecticut okay. because I think she might be I don't know based out of Westchester. So she'll drive to Brooklyn and Queens. It's like how easy would it be to get guests if you actually went to fucking pick him
1: up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had a friend who was doing a uh, podcast called In Traffic, and it was it was just him. <sighs> Driving and in traffic and talking to
0: people. Was it New York City? Yeah. Uh, well, he's on Long Island, so uh, that'd be yes. fine. Visit. Like, it'd be a much different show if it were LA. i mean, I guess you could talk to people in traffic if you guys are always stuck
1: in L. A. You would just be stuck for so long. You roll down your window and interview the person that's, in the car. Yeah, actually, that's so are you a, cool. Are you a comic or entertainer? <laughs> yes, I
0: am. What are the odds? What are you working on? Yeah. <laughs> well, who's your agent? Are
1: we both going to the same audition?
0: And real quick, so um, if people are going to see you at, at Greenwich Comedy Club or Broadway Comedy Club, which they can find at com, they're going to see stories about your Italian family, but also about your unique living, breathing spouse. I'm also, I feel like my act has gotten a little meta, where okay. I do a lot of, not a
1: lot, but at least a fair amount of jokes that are actually about comedy, Okay. Um, which, you know, I feel like. Kill it on the internet because yeah. other comedians become your fans, which yeah. is kind of aw- one of the awesome things that oh, happen sure. in comedy, um, where you post some joke just shitting on something comedy related and, yeah. you know, boom, like 150 likes. Uh, but it's then, a little harder to translate that to the stage because yeah. not everybody in the audience uh, knows that much about comedy, but, right.
0: you know. So you're trying to find any jokes that might have um, interest to the common audience.
1: Yeah, like I've I got this joke that I've been working on recently about how sometimes you get booked to do comedy at like somebody's house in the yeah. suburbs. And my thing is I always pull up but I'm getting paid all this money and then I'm like there's like a fifty-fifty chance I'm gonna walk in and somebody's just gonna
0: cock a shotgun and go, "You're
1: the comedian. Good. You got five minutes to run." And they're just they're just oh, there to great. hunt me. That's great.
0: And I think some people have those stories about how they started out, but it sounds like you took um, something other people are doing. Oh, I did it in a laundromat. I did it in a Chinese restaurant. And you're just making it like absurdist and hilarious. And that sounds like the same thing you're doing with the whole comedians in cars with no particular purpose. Yeah. Like nobody thought to take that and make it serial, where a, 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 each new episode is a twist. And so if they, if they go to joepontillo.com or at joepontillo, can I also see the comedians in cars with no particular purpose?
1: Uh, yes, although I would say subscribe to me on YouTube or just find me on YouTube if you don't want that commitment you don't have to subscribe (laughs) that
0: sounds awesome and check out his Twitter account because even as as recently as this morning I mean he was just doing the fire tweets especially the Italian game show (laughs) so you think you're miserable now dude I love that thank you so much Joe Pantello thanks for having me